Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately for greater yields and more profit. This episode is brought to you by ADS, Advanced Drainage Systems. Soil, sunlight, and water are the three most important resources in crop production. Let ADS help manage your water resource in a productive and sustainable manner. Advanced Drainage Systems, their reason is water. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings. Hey, welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you invest a few minutes of your life and you will get a return on investment of days, weeks, months, even years, because you're going to shorten your learning curve. You're going to learn from mistakes and successes that progressive farmers have made, and also using new products that you maybe are not using, but you've heard a little bit about. And that's what this episode is all about. It's about plant growth regulators, PGRs. That's right. You grow up thinking, man, let's make this corn as tall as we can. Knee high by the 4th of July, better be chest high, right? Bigger is better. But there's a time when you actually want to control the growth because controlled growth means that you're maybe adequately more efficiently using your resources. And that's what these guys are here to tell us about. I got Kelly Garrett. He's a Western Iowa farmer. You might know him from the Extreme Ag Group. But if you don't, he farms about 7,000 acres. Of uh, Tell us, Kelly, what do you do now? I farm 7,000 acres in Western Iowa, corn, soybeans, and a little bit of winter wheat. I'm a founding member of Extreme Ag. Okay. And then we've got two guests. They are with a company called Ag Explore. Tell us, Gunther is the chief technology officer and Peter is the director of sales at Ag Explore. Tell us about Ag Explore, guys. Well, uh, Damien, thanks a lot for having us on here. And uh, guys, Ag Explore, uh, we've been around for 20, I believe this is the 22nd season. And uh, we hail out of uh, the Boot Hill, Missouri, down by Parma, Missouri. And uh, we're uh, we're sitting here today doing this podcast with you from from Central Illinois. So we we have uh, we we expand. We've got we got reps all over the country, uh, covering different geographies, and we uh, we have a, a lot of market in Canada as well. So we we operate within the nitrogen management space, uh, the nutrient management space, the plant nutrition space. And uh, we do operate in the agribusiness practice space. So, as a manufacturer, those are the three areas that we focus. And uh, for this particular podcast you're doing here today, talking about PGRs, this is a this is a space that uh, uh, we operate in, and, and uh, that we've got some some new products we're bringing to market, and been seeing uh, real good results from them. So excited to do this podcast with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All fairness to the listener and or viewer, by the way, because you can both listen and view. If you're listening, you should view because you'll see the handsome faces on here. But we also want you to pick up this information wherever you can. And all fairness to the listener and viewer, Ag Explorer is a past client of mine. I spoke at one of their sales meetings, great company, fun organization. And they took me to a Kansas City Royals game because after all, why would you ever go and see a Royals game unless somebody else was paying for it? Okay. now then, let's talk about let's talk about what these things are because Kelly's telling me about this. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand why you want to restrict the growth. And then he explains, no, no, it's really more about controlling the growth to maximize resources. Give me the give me the overview on this, Peter. I'm you know I'm, even I'm I'm a farm person in Kansas and I'm hearing this for the first time. Like, what the hell are they talking about? I read an article once, but I don't get it. Talk to me. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, start with that one and and uh, Gunther here too. He, he's a uh, very well versed on on PGRs, but uh, from from my side of it, and, and as far as for the grower, you know, PGRs uh, are a very kind of generic term. You know, we we talk PGRs, and and when people think PGRs, they think growth, they think 
uh, plant growth and, and, you know, and, and we, we've, there's a lot of PGRs in the market that have been around a while that are really focused on that vegetative growth. And, um, and what we've, what we've done is, as we brought on, uh, products in our portfolios, we're focusing on timing, the right timings and, and what we're really trying to accomplish for the, for the producer and, and making those, those proper recommendations. So, so some PGRs are, are geared towards that early vegetative growth where we were really looking to increase plant biomass, really looking to increase root growth and, and build that plant factory up as, as quickly as possible to, to maximize nutrient uptake and, and, and nutrient storage. You know, that, that, that plant corn is an example. It's a, it's a storage organ. So we're wanting to build that storage organ as, as fast as possible and cram as much nutrients in that as possible. And then there's also PGRs out there. One that we'll, we'll speak on uh, today that that's more specific to the reproductive timing and, and things that we want to have going on in that plant. We're not looking for cell elongation and, and, and large plant growth. We're looking to maximize photosynthesis and, and nutrient mobility within the plant and reduce stress. So, so PGRs um, to me, in early on in my, my career in the industry was kind of a generic way of saying, Hey, we just want a stimulant. We just want to throw something out there. PGR is going to make the plant feel good. Um, which is true, but, but we're dialing in a lot more to sometimes putting the wrong PGR on at the wrong time can actually lead to a negative result. So we, we want to make sure as Ag Explorer, we're focused on, on the right products at the right time so that we end up with the right uh, result for the producer. Okay. So, uh, you use a lot of big words there, of course, everybody in agriculture, you know, maximizing photosynthesis, et cetera, et cetera. How do these things work, Gunther? Yeah, so, so Damien, if you think about PGRs, you know, PGRs are hormones. And just like a human taking a hormone, it tells a body what to do. So like Peter was talking about, the, 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 the components that we know in the industry today are really popular are products like kinetin and IBA, which is an albuteric acid and gibberellic acid. And that's all about early season root and shoot establishment. So you tell a, tell a corn plant, for example, early in its life to spend its energy on developing that seminal root system and that nodal root system while it's determining yield between V3 and V5. And then uh, uh, you also elongate cells with gibberellic acid. Hey, right? hey real so, quickly, you're using a lot of big words, which is fine. Let's say we yeah. got a let's say we got a cotton and rice farm around here that's never grown the first stick of corn, and we are using corn as an example, which is good. V three, V five. What's that mean? Yeah, so so that's a growth stage in corn. So it's an early, early growth stage. So you're looking at basically the six to eight inch tall corn uh, in general, right? They can vary depending on the year and how yeah, much so you're, talking about, the, you're talking about the hormonal things that are going on in that plant at that stage when that's about four to seven inch corn, let's say six to eight. Right. Uh, and then is this when we're putting your stuff on? No. So this is what the industry knows and generally accepts as PGR timeframe. What we have is a product called Onward and Onward is all about late season and what we want a plant to do. So during reproductive timeframes like tassel time in corn and our stages in corn and, you know, when bowl set in, in cotton and head set in rice, um, you know, we want a plant to do spend its energy moving nutrients from source to sink. So out of the leaves, out of the stalk and put it into the grain, into the bowl, into the head, into the, the, the pot on soybeans. So what this product does, it's a three component um, piece. It's got kinetin, uh, which kinetin is going to to work on pollen viability. It's going to work on flower retention on, on your uh, on your um, um, soybeans. Um, it'll also work on keeping root hairs viable for a longer period of time to continue to drink nutrients. Uh, it also has two other components that are very specific to photosynthesis and photosynthetic activity. So they are choline chloride and um, 
GABA, which is gamma aminobutyric acid. And you know, that's a big word, right? The, the key point in that is every plant is a factory. So, so these things need to capture sunlight and convert it to acetate, which is the plant's natural energy molecule. And they want to mobilize the nutrients that they've stored up all year long and capture those nutrients and pack it into the grain. And that's where you get your yield and your test weight from. And that's what the components that are in and onward will work to do. So you're not telling a plant, you know, you wouldn't use this product early. And you wouldn't take an early PGR that are IBAs and, and gibberellic acids and use it late. You wouldn't do that because you, you're telling a plant what to do. And with Onward, we're telling it to take itself and, and maximize photosynthetic energy and move nutrients into that yield. Okay. Kelly, you use their product. The first time you used a plant growth regulator, first off, uh, tell me about why you decided to do it and then when you used their product, how it went. Early on when I used the PGR was because I felt the beans were getting too tall and uh, you know we were wanting to keep the nodes pinched together and regulate that growth. And then you know I meet Gunther and Peter this year and onward they call it sunshine in a bottle specifically geared towards reproduction. You know soybeans will put on so many blooms and we end up losing a lot of those blooms because I think the plant, the plant just needs help regulating itself. Putting onward on there um, we feel will really help do all that regulate the plant in corn much the same process you're not trying to hold the blooms but you're you're helping out the corn in its reproductive stage uh, the guys were here when we were getting to put a foliar getting ready to put a foliar application on my wheat and uh, we used all ag explorer products in the, my foliar wheat program this year with onward and i'll tell you the best wheat i've ever raised is 85. jason schley was here the other day and he th says it looks like i've got 130 bushel wheat uh, using their products using onward is really helps with the reproductive stage and to get the plant pointed in the right direction okay so you you started using plant growth regulators you, you, you i've heard your story that you did it on soybeans because you had soybeans that got to be about six foot tall and then right. you had a six inch rain and then and you had tremendous loss called at least a maybe a maybe a 50 percent loss hell who knows but it's a pretty big bad loss and then you said i'm going to try this and your first usage of plant growth regulators was on what kind of a crop was on soybeans it was on soybeans. Soybeans okay. and winter wheat the same year. Okay. You've used Ag Explorer one time? You've used Ag Explorer yes. on Yeah, they're, they're, Ag Explorer is new to Extreme Ag this year, and I have never come across a product like Onward, and I'm very excited about it because of the reproductive stage. Okay, so tell us about your utilization, how you used uh, Onward, and when you applied it and all this. We applied Onward, uh, Oh, like what, what date did we put that on? When were you guys here? You know, it was early June when we did that and when we did the foliar application on the wheat. And now we have onward on the truck. The guys are spraying right now because the beans are at, you know, R2, R3. And we're spraying beans right now because they're entering their reproductive phase. Uh, same thing with you. So the person that's never grown a soybean in their life because they, uh, they want to they learn from us, R2, R3. I will tell you, R2, R3 is a growth stage of beans when they're entering the reproductive phase, and it's, it's always going to come right about the 1st of July because the beans will change from a vegetative plant to a reproductive plant around the summer solstice. That's Mother Nature's way of, of saying, hey, buddy, it's time to get geared up here because summer will be coming to an end. Got it. Okay. So... Um the uh, the the use on the wheat you put it on there in June you're going so about a, only about a month before harvest right six weeks before harvest okay so yes. about, about five to six weeks before harvest so the idea there Gunther, what happens he goes out and sprays it six weeks before harvest what's going on in that plant 
Yeah, so what a plant does during reproductive stages, it, it goes through a process called nutrient source to sink movement. And what I mean by that is, you know, during vegetative growth stages, you pack nutrients into the leaves, into the stalks, um, into the plant biomass. And that late season, when it goes into reproduction time frame, it wants to pull those nutrients from the source, from those leaves, and shove it into that that grain, that 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 fruit, that that bowl. And that's what's happening inside that plant. And it's so important that we help Mother Nature mobilize those nutrients and make it more efficient to allow it to capture yield and test weight. Peter. Yes. And I'll ask you about business. So, so uh, to, to go back to the timing piece, as, as, as Gunther said, so, you know, what was going on there when Kelly applied that wheat, you know, that was at a time that Kelly, that he would be applying fungicide. So, so when we look at onward and, and we look at timing, you know, most, most crops were applying a fungicide at reproductive timing. So, so with Kelly's wheat, it was, we were, we were flag leaf. Um, and that was the time that they were going to be applying a fungicide. So that's right in front of that reproductive time frame when that plant's getting ready to switch, as Gunny said, from, from, you know, growing, you know, vegetative growth stage. Now we want to take, and we need to focus on grain fill and, uh, and make sure we maximize grain fill and, and not only maximize grain fill, but maximize test weight. In, in, in the grain. So in the wheat, I'm really excited to see his results because I know in some areas where we've already harvested wheat, uh, we've had some phenomenal results, some 100 plus bushel uh, field averages where we have used onward in conjunction with the fungicide application and, and plant nutrition. So same thing with corn, soybeans, cotton, whatever, whatever the crop is, um, peanuts, we've got good results in peanuts, we've got good results in potatoes. So every crop enters into a reproductive cycle. And at that time, typically as an industry, uh, we're, we're applying fungicide. And so uh, in corn right now, we're getting ready to do that in a significant way across a lot of the market and onward paired with that enhances that fungicide. The fungicide is going to retain, maintain plant health keep those plants free from those leaves free from disease so that they can they can uh, capture sunlight and 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 as, as Gunther said that plant is now getting ready to do source to sink so we want to take everything that's in those leaves and take it to that grain and onward is going to reduce stress of that plant so it doesn't it, do, it, it doesn't stress and want to pull back right when it's under stress it wants to pull back and, and not fill as many kernels and wants to wants to abort flowers wants to kick off pods and, and the addition of onward to the fungicide will will keep will reduce the stress on that plant whether it's whether it's heat you know, we all think heat stress all the time but cloudy days are stressful when we don't have when we don't have uh, adequate sunlight for for two or three days like we've had here recently in some of the market it, it keeps that plant from from stressing and pulling back and reducing its potential but it also then increases its ability to use that sunlight i kind of call it you know we've got a nascar out there we've got this race we got this race car operating at maximum capacity run around the track just think if we could take that race car and make it more fuel efficient and it didn't have to stop as often. It would finish the race quicker. It would, it would, and so when I look at that onward, is sunlight in a bottle? Because we get jealous of the guys up here in the north. We get jealous of the guys clear down south to get to raise 500 bushel corn. Uh, why do they? Because they have more sunlight. They have more growing, de growing degree days. And we're going to give with onward. We have sunlight in a bottle. We're able to increase that uh, that yield potential by by again being more efficient, being more fuel efficient. Right, taking that NASCAR and making it more fuel efficient. All right, uh, let's talk about real quickly. Uh, you were using the wheat example uh, up there at Kelly's place. Um, you know, he's not he's not all wheat, you know, but uh, he grows some wheat. And you were expecting eighty five bushel wheat, you thought. And what are you telling? Tell me about the numbers here. Over the past few years, eighty five bushel wheat is about the best I could do, maybe ninety. 
Uh, I've had some agronomists come in. They're talking 130. We'll have to see. My dad said 100 comes first, but 100 would still be impressive. But the wheat looks tremendous. Okay, so even if you just got to 100, that's a 15. It's, it's 15 more bushels. You know, it's about a 20% increase from what, what you're we're talking about, uh, or 18%. Let me do my math here. And so. Even there, uh, what are we talking? Seven dollar wheat right now. So running the numbers right there, we just came up with uh, seventy. Is a hundred, a hundred more bucks roughly right. per acre. What was your cost of product? And you were going to be going to the field anyhow because you're going to be putting on fungicide because wheat at that uh, six weeks out might need a fungicide treatment. What are you talking about? Retail on onwards, eight dollars an acre. Eight dollars an acre, and we just made a hundred. <clears throat> and do you think, and, and is this the reason? I mean, it's, it's a big part of the reason. Yes. Yes. This is the this reason. Is. So Damien, I'll comment on that a little bit. We actually had a result come back in the wheat. Uh, that was the onward was the only difference. And we, it was a, it did make a 13 and a half bushel impact to the uh, end result. So um, definitely the, the uh, return, you know, we're very confident in a four to one return. And that was at, that was at old pricing. So um, we're, we're seeing, uh, seeing the results. And, and like Kelly said, I think it'll be a big part of that success. On all the acres, would it be the same? I mean, if it was a, you said peanuts, cotton, whatever, is it about eight bucks an acre regardless of, pro of crop? Yeah, you, know, you know, when you get into some of the specialty crops, you know, your tree, tree fruits and, and um, the rate goes up. So it can be up to $16 an acre retail, um, but also the crop value is a lot different there. But the return on it that, you know, at last year's prices at 850 soybeans, we were a four, over a four to one return. Um, at this one, this year, we're, it's over eight to one. And it's, uh, it's a significant return on investment. Yeah, that's that's eight, you know, eight to one. Why wouldn't you do it? You talked about test weight. Uh, you know, uh, us farm people think about that because there's a difference between uh, one bushel and another. I mean, uh, three pounds difference on test weight. You, you know, you, you don't really sell bushels; you sell pounds, right? When the when the exactly. semi goes across when somebody goes across the scale, why does it do that? How does it add test weight? Yeah. So if you, if you think about that nutrient being moved into that grain and that kernel depth on corn and filling that kernel truly out and packing that weight into it, when you help that mobilization of nutrients, especially potassium and driving it into that, that kernel or especially in soybeans as well. And last year, Damien, with the addition of onward, we had 61 pound test weights, 61 pound test weights on soybeans where I live. So it's all about drawing that nutrient, packing that, that, that pod tight and that seed tight. Normal normal bushel of soybeans is sixty or fifty six. Fifty six. Uh, mid fifties. Yeah, mid fifties. Uh, fertility. We're getting a whole bunch more stuff out of these acres now. I use your stuff. Do I got to put more fertilizer on? Do I got to change my fertility practices because all of a sudden I've changed how I'm getting this plant to to harvest? So, you know, when you have the opportunity to retain yield, so I'll use soybeans, for example, if we hold more, more pots and we, we fight against mother nature and we hold on to that retention, you know, you got to have that nutrition there to feed it. Soybeans really respond to potassium, right? And that potassium does not make any more soybeans, but rather it fills the, the pot up and makes soybeans bigger. And that's where you get yield and test weight from, 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 from potassium. If you got a field that's low in CEC and just can't hold the, the potassium, you know, foliar applications uh, of potassium acetate specifically um, go a long ways to drive that yield. So the complement of onward of holding on to those pods and 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 filling those pods out with potassium is is where you start getting exponential results in a fully managed crop. So 
Yeah. And so Damien, you know, talking about fertility, you know, as we grow, like as we, as we, as we grow yields, as we, we, uh, we, we keep pushing these limits, right. On corn, soybeans, whatever, whatever the crop is for, for today's conversation, I would focus a lot on corn and soybeans, but, um, and wheat, you know, as we, as we grow more bushels, we use more nutrients, but what we're doing is I, I call it kind of a reallocation. Um, you know, we can't replace pounds on the ground. We absolutely have, to have pounds on the ground as we, as we increase yields, we're, we need to be need to be uh, aware to to make sure we're, we're replacing replenishing nutrients pulled out of the soil. But uh, the way that we we more effectively uh, increase yields without having to just continue to to pour fertilizer is is like what Gunther's talking about. You know, it's it's getting better about times. We have to have our pounds on the ground, and then throughout the season during key times, you know, we feed the crop with nutrients uh, over the top with like potassium or boron, uh, phosphorus, you know, whatever, whatever the nutrients are at those key times uh, that we, we, one way that I feel like um, we're continuing to grow yields, is, it's all about timing. We're, we're, we're learning that we've got plant nutrition that we need at certain key times of the, of the plant's life cycle to maximize uh, yield potential. And then again, in addition to that, if we take products like Onward or other, you know, and PGRs that are that are that will enhance that plant nutrition application, um, that's how I feel like we continue to take our yields up. Uh, and and when we go to do replenishing nutrients, um, we can still uh, our spend necessary may not go up. We may be doing a combination, right? That's how I see the future is. We're going to put a certain amount of fertilizer down, and then we're going to we're going to have plant nutrition at, uh, at key times as part of our overall fertilizer program. Kelly, when we talk about uh, the different pro plant growth regulators that are out there, now we decided why we do it, you know, and and then the other episode of this uh, very subject we talked about, it's really just um, it's about like putting the correct management in. Uh, I think you used an example with your kids. Uh, you give your kids, uh, you give your kids three kids a, a task. They might get it done, but they're going to be done efficiently because there's not somebody there to regulate the uh, the operation. That's what these products do. Uh, they're hormones. They're not chemicals. So uh, are we going to have people coming out uh, holding up signs uh, to march against to march against Ag Explorer the way they marched against Monsanto? Kelly, what do you think about these things when we move down the road? Uh, this is this is one of the things that we we can't even get yelled at that we're uh, or is it going to be that this is the new uh, steroid? I don't know. No, I I don't think that we will. I don't think it's the new steroid. These are things are already naturally occurring in the plant. We're just supplementing them and helping the plant do a better job. What uh, what do you see happening? You're an early adopter. Uh, you you grab this stuff. Uh, one thing that we've learned here is sometimes they this one goes on differently than some of the other products. This one you went on during the fungicide application. Um, right. tell, me, tell me about that. Sometimes are we going to be running these things through irrigation? Sometimes we're going to be doing this when we run over with a crop duster all different modes of application. What's that look like? Is there only one way to apply onward? In, in, I want to apply it in a foliar application. You could put it in a helicopter. You could put it in a plane. I very much believe in putting it in my ground rig, in my Hagee or my John Deere sprayer, because I want those gallons per acre to soak that plant and have the uptake of it be very well. So there would be other modes of application, but to me, there's only one, and that's yeah. through the sprayer. Yeah, because you're saying you get more, you get more product you get the yes. same product, you just get more carrying um, uh, medium by going with a ground uh, high boy sprayer type of thing versus putting it uh, aerial, right? Absolutely. Okay, and then we can't, this onward product can't go through an irrigation system. 
Uh, I guess I, I've never asked Peter or Gunther that. I believe on the foliar spray, but guys, can I put it through my drip? Do you think there would be an effect? Uh, personally, guys, when a product like this, when it goes on at 12.8 ounces per acre, I think you get it diluted too much and you don't get that soaking into the plant. I think there you go. the ground. Yeah. So on an airplane, it's going to be two gallons an acre. I don't think there's enough coverage through my drip irrigation running right now. It's about 460 gallons a minute. There's too much dilution. And my sprayers are out there right now spraying 15 gallons an acre. That's where you need to be at. Okay, so for an application, it's got to be through an actual sprayer. And then uh, usage of this stuff, uh, I see it growing, meaning I see plant growth regulators being a growth product. How many products are out there? We hear about Onward. I know about another one because they're a sponsor of Extreme Ag. How many products are out there? Yeah, you know, Damien, there's a ton of products that are out there that are for that early season root and shoot establishment. Um, Onward is truly the first for that late season application. There's been some standalone um, kind of tin products in the past, um, but the Onward is truly the first three-way that's that's out on the market today. So we started developing this. I personally started working with this product um, back in 2016. Uh, last year was our very first launch year, and we were on over 300,000 acres last year. We anticipate we'll break a million this year. Okay, so that, that's that's the biggie right there. Your product was on 300,000 acres in 2020? Yes, yes, in our launch year. Okay, very first year. 2021, yeah. how many? Well, we're anticipating over a million this year. Okay, so uh, you know, three, three times, three and a half times growth, you can do a heck of a lot worse. Uh, where do you think it goes ultimately? So, uh, Damon, we had a, we had a huge, um, across our, our, our marketplace, we had uh, a lot of different People take a look at it. Uh, in the state of Illinois, we had a significant buy-in. We just had uh, a lot, a lot of just guys jumped on board last year. Probably, probably about, about half of those those acres were in the state of Illinois. Um, and and um, a lot of that to Kelly, like Kelly was saying, we had a lot go through ground rig. And one thing I want to mention is through the aerial application, which is very common in the fungicide market on corn, uh, especially, we actually had significant uh, positive results. Um, so, so again, uh, I completely agree uh, that through a ground rig, um, you get great coverage. And I think if you can, if you can uh, apply through a ground rig, it's a, it's a, it's a way to get it on in a very effective manner. Uh, aerial, I would not be afraid. We were just at an event last night where, where the helicopters were flying. And, and we got to see them uh, applying and, you know, that stuff's dropping right down on the canopy. Um, so I am a believer that that aerial application, we're, we're getting uh, good coverage and that we're getting we're getting us, you know, good use of, of the Onward product. And, and uh, I can say that because in the corn market uh, in, in my local area where I live, we've, we were seeing nine to uh, 14 bushel increases on corn last year. So what makes me really excited about Onward in the corn market is, you know, the last thing that really, you know, we, we, we add boron to, to our, to our applications. We add some other things and we see results. We see good results. You know, we see a two, three bushel movement, um, and we get a good ROI for the producer. Um, the last time that I personally saw a nine to 14, uh, yield increase on corn in a consistent way was when fungicide hit the market. So, so when I, I look at onward, I think this is the next thing. This is what, this is what's going to be in, you know, in every, uh, grower's application. And, and one day we'll be talking about this as just a planned application because fungicide now in most areas is a planned application. It used to be a scouted, you know, a people would scout and, and then they would respond or react. Now it's a proactive approach because we know that the value is there and, and, and that the, the disease control and in the plant health. And, and I see onward uh, having that same effect and that we're seeing these three combination of plant hormones, like Gunther said, very unique to us. There are other products in the market. Um, 
but this combination is very unique to Ag Explorer, and, and we're excited to be able to bring this to the market for the, for the producers to be able to use. One thing, too, I know you, you said you've talked about PGRs in the past, and sometimes PGRs, you know, there are other products that are good products that uh, that are plant nutrition. They might have a, 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 a an analysis in them. They might have a fertilizer analysis, and, and some people would say PGR, but they might be more. Uh, there might be a tech package in them, and it's more of a biostimulant. It's more of a, a more of a transport, you know, way to get those nutrients into that plant and used effectively. So sometimes that terminology gets thrown around PGR, uh, but they may not be specific PGR. They're just more of a tech, more of a biostimulant package. You know, Ag Explore has. We have a lot of uh, other plant nutrition fertilizer products that contain technology that uh, enhances nutrient uptake and nutrient mobility within the plant, um, but sometimes get misconstrued as PGR. So uh, Onward, you know, is, is specifically a plant growth regulator and, and has a specific purpose. And sometimes, so if, if a producer is using a, a, a plant nutrition product that may have a biostimulant uh, aspect to it, Onward would still enhance that application during that time. Got it. Kelly. Two years of using plant growth regulators, a lesson beyond just the yield. We've talked about that, you know, eight bucks an acre, six to eight bucks, whatever you're talking about when you're, when you're able to grab in uh, Peter's example, nine more bushels of corn at, uh, you know, even five fifty six dollars I mean, it, it's pretty, it's a $54, uh, there's a $54 uh, uh, increase of, of revenue per acre and you spent $8 to get it and you were going to go across the field. Anyhow, that's not counting application, it, but it could be a planned application. As Peter said, where it's just this, you still, how many dollars does it cost you to drive that sprayer? If you were only spraying this, what's a dollar cost per acre to go across the field? Well, if you hire a custom application in our area, it's going to be seven or seven fifty an acre to hire the sprayer. Okay, so about seven dollars. So even if you just that, so it'd be eight dollars a product to seven dollars. So fifteen bucks. Again, the return is still there. Kelly, one lesson for a person that's never used a plant growth regulator that you can save them. We're going to cut the learning curve. Uh, something that you learned in two years now of doing it to somebody that's going to start doing it next year. I would tell you it's already a planned application for me, and I would tell you that the most important thing is timing. It needs to be put. Okay, planned application, and the most important thing is timing. Meaning, it's got to go on when. Well, like in the soybeans, we want to put it on at R3. In uh, in corn, we want to put it on before the tassel. I want to put my fungicide on right before the tassel comes out. You know, uh, it needs to be put on at the right time for the crop you're applying it for to see the results that you want to see. And if you put it on at the right time, that attention to detail, your ROI will be rewarded. There's the lesson. Uh, Peter Rusnels, Gunther Kreps, Chief Technology Officer and Director of Sales. Not in that order. Um, why don't you do me a favor? They want to check out Ag Explorer and this Onward product, as you call it, Sunshine in a Bottle. How do they find you? Right. So we're we're at. You can find us at uh, agexplorer.com. So it's a g x p l o r e dot com. Um, it's got our contact information there. There's a form you can fill out for an assessment, and um, we'd be happy to sit and have one of our agronomists work with you and your farm. So fantastic, agexplorer.com, and uh, his name's Peter. His name's Gunther. His name's Kelly Garrett. I appreciate being on here explaining plant growth regulators. I think we got a lot of stuff figured out, and uh, I believe you're going to be seeing a big, big increase in usage of this product, as everybody on this uh, episode has predicted. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no reason that it wouldn't. Am I right? 
Right. Absolutely. And and like I say, we, we focused on, uh, I mentioned, you know, that we had good results in, in Illinois last year, and that was just because of, uh, it was a soft launch. But in in a lot of our other markets and uh, clear south, you know, we were down, we had we had really good results last year in Louisiana, Arkansas, you know, rice markets. So, so uh, one thing I would uh, put out on this is that if, if you're a producer and you're looking to, to increase yield potential uh, during this reproductive taste, no matter the crop, uh, no matter the geography, uh, onward is is going to be that that component that will help make that happen. You guys want to come back and do this again after we have even more trials and even more uh, data? I think that'd be a good thing to do. Maybe Absolutely. in the future. All right, fantastic. Thanks for being here. It's all about plant growth regulators. Thanks. We got a lot of explanations. I really appreciate it. Again, Kelly Gunther, Peter. My name's Damian Mason for Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve Podcast, where we just saved you a whole bunch of hassle and taught you a whole bunch of things, and all you invested was thirty minutes of listening to this podcast. Till next time, it's the Cutting the Curve Podcast. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.